Hi, welcome to the Beacon Broadcast with Jack and Nick. Today we're going to be interviewing senior Ryan Agzor on his career here at Newport Harbor in choir and his many other activities. Just kind of like a highlight of his time here at Harbor. Welcome, Ryan. Hey, Jack. Hey, Nick. I'm really happy to be here. You can't see me right now, but I'm smiling. We're happy to have you, Ryan. Thanks, you guys. Awesome. Well, how has your time been here at Harbor, Ryan, like overall? So far, it's been fantastic. I've met great people like you guys, and uh, I I, I think Newport Harbor and Newport in general is a great place to live. Um, You get the beach so close, and there's a lot of fun activities to do with your friends, and it's something me and and a couple other guys have been doing for quite a bit now. Very nice, very nice. And uh, have you been in choir your entire year? entire time here at harbor even more so my entire time at ensign six years wow six years of choir how's that been it's been pretty unique we went to new york last year and we sung at carnegie hall which is a once in a lifetime experience how was new york how'd you like that it was it was really unique a lot of different people um subway's a bit scary and but all in all new york's a definitely highlight i would definitely highlight that experience because it's a definitely cool place to go at least for a little bit living there might suck a little bit because it's really expensive and everything but that's that's great um you mentioned the subway being a little scary could you tell us like what what made it seem a little scary to you uh yeah um well this is more recent i i recently went to new york for some legal things but um i was on my own in the subway and the subway uh randomly stops if there's something going on with the tracks or something like that but in the middle of that, um, some dude was uh, standing, minding his own business, and some other guy comes from a different car and starts talking with him, trying to start a fight. And when it doesn't work out, he just leaves and hops off the subway. We were in the middle of the subway tunnel. I don't know where he went, but you know, being solo in New York with no one to turn to, that, that scared me a little bit. But you know, I'm a braver man because of it, and I couldn't be happier. Well, I'm glad you made it home safe, Ryan. Thanks, I appreciate that, Nick. Of course. Is there anything like special you've learned in choir that you like feel like you wouldn't have learned anywhere else? Or? I f- yeah, I feel like team camaraderie and team spirit is very big in choir. You have so many different people. Uh, I, one of my friends is on the swim team. Uh, another is on water pole. You got a guy doing football, and they're all super unique. And a lot of uh, the upperclassmen. Um, when I was a sophomore, I still talk with them. I see, I see a couple of them at the gym, and we, and it's a really good time. So it's, I appreciate the connections I made through. Is there any other activities you've uh, participated here at Harbor that you feel like benefited you or didn't benefit you? Oh yeah, that like highlight. Um, I I really loved my uh, my wrestling experience. That was a lot of fun. Uh, just learning to be more confident in myself, as well as. Uh, just intru- I guess the wrestling team was really good at introducing me to Newport Harbor. Uh, I was an eighth. I joined as a freshman, and I continued on as a sophomore. And during that time, I feel like my confidence went up because in wrestling, it's kind of one-on-one. You don't have a team to, to really, uh, I guess, support yourself with. It's just you and the other guy um, trying to get, get him on the ground. And I think that inspired a lot more confidence in me. Um, and I did pole vaulting as well for a little bit. That was a very unique experience. I'm, I still talk with a lot of people on there, but uh, I, I go to the gym a lot as well. I've gone with a, actually Jack here, and uh, I think it's just made me a better person as well. You know, just 
you go somewhere to try to improve yourself, and that's the one goal you have. It's helped with a lot of stress I've had dealing with homework assignments and everything like that. So it's something I appreciate very much. Also something that um, uh, I can connect with uh, people in choir through, because uh, a lot of them actually do go to the gym, and uh, it's cool connecting with them there uh, in a different kind of space, I guess. Because uh, in choir, you have, the, you have a goal of trying to sing and trying to harmonize with uh, your fellow uh, singers. But uh, I guess um, at the gym, it's a different goal, and you get to see people in a new light, which I appreciate. Yeah, it's definitely, gym's definitely a fun place. Um, as for uh, wrestling, how long did you do that for? I did that for two years, and then uh, I quit because uh, it, was, it was just a little too much for me my junior year, and I just didn't join back senior year, so yeah. So did you do something else junior year? Uh, junior year, uh, yeah, I started doing a bunch of ROP classes. I took fire science 101 and uh, emergency medical response. And how's that going? Oh, it's going great. Uh, since then, uh, emergency medical response is kind of a prerequisite to taking an EMT class, which I took last semester now that I passed. So um, it was really cool to get that done. And I feel like it's a lot of hard work, but you you're able to finish it and feel accomplished because of it so I think that's really cool and do you have any like favorite memories or experiences from those classes uh yeah uh for for the class for EMT class uh for to be considered an EMT you have to get uh nursing or doctoral hours on an ambulance so that was really cool to experience um we I went all throughout OC uh they took me to Inglewood that was a unique experience Something happened in Inglewood? Uh, a lot of things happened in Inglewood, but, uh, nah. you know. How, how long were you there? I was there for a good, uh, like, five or six hours, but that's, uh, that was in the later half of my shift when they took me uh, back. Yeah. So you've done, like, uh, ride-alongs for ambulances, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, and I can't remember exactly. Did we come and visit you when you were at, you are like, a, a sleepaway thing. What was oh, it? it was for like, was it for that firefighting? Was, yeah, or that was for you? firefighting. That, that was um, a cadet academy. What you do is for a week, uh, you, uh, you, you hang out with a bunch of other guys your age, and, but they kind of treat it like a boot camp. You got to get up at four in the morning and your day usually doesn't end until like nine. It's a lot of hard work and uh, I feel like I came out a better man because of it. So it's something I appreciate very much. Yeah, definitely very boot camp. Like, I remember you were, like, locked in an area for, like, how long was it? It was a week. So for, like, sun a week. Sunday till Saturday. So, more than the average 9 to 5, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. shower after felt great. Oh, were you not allowed to shower during it? We were allowed to shower, but just at home, you're at... It's oh, like, your own shower, you're yeah. You're my own shower. Oh, my gosh, dude. But, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Um... For the ride-alongs, uh, where have you gone for them? Um, I stayed in Huntington for my first one, and then I went to Anaheim, or as they call it, Anacrime, because um, because of all the injuries that happened there. And then um, for my third one, we went to uh, we went I went to the headquarters and uh, we we went all throughout OC, but then for the first half. And I had to get up at like five in the morning for that one because the shift started at six thirty. So, 
and it was a 40 minute drive. And after that, uh, in, at like 12, we got called up north and by north, I mean like LA, uh, right by LAX. And we had to deal with a bunch of patients there. Uh, a unique experience from that is uh, one of the patients was bipolar and the EMT driving was in a really stressful uh, situation where she had to back down an alleyway after the hospital told her uh, we can't we can't admit a patient through this specific door so she had to back up and the patient was bipolar so um, I I kept on talking with her and uh, I managed to calm her down before uh, before she uh, so, so the driver could uh, back down the alleyway using the backup camera that the ambulance have and uh, we may because of me, I, I made uh, that predicament slightly safer, so it's something cool that I contributed to. Yeah, that's definitely very cool. And uh, how long were these shifts usually? Uh, 10 to 12 hours. So that, that was obviously really fun. And they're unpaid, right? Uh, they were unpaid, yes. They yeah. don't pay you. You need to do it for, your, for just to be considered an EMT. So um, that really sucked. I had... On my last one, I was told I was going to get off at 4, but that one even longer went until like 5.30, so um, I had to miss um, something I was planning with my friends, uh, and that was really disappointing, so yeah. It's unfortunate, Ryan, but um, despite that, would you con consider continuing to do this in the future? Of course, yeah. As a job, I probably getting paid would be a lot better because... Um, uh, you work so many hours, and as as an unpaid person, it really sucked because I was just stuck there. And especially for the last one, I only needed two more hours, but the shortest shift I could get was a ten hour. But then it went on to twelve hours, so it was a bunch of stuff I just did not need, and they I had to do it either way, and that just disappointed me because I was I was very really hoping to try to do some, but that did not happen. But if you're getting paid and Maybe even stay in the same place. Like, you can be an EMT inside of a hospital. Uh, they're called something else, and they get. I'm pretty sure they even get paid more, as well as you get to stay in the same location. It's a set shift and everything like that, so it's a lot better. Uh, it's a lot better working hours and pay. So maybe something more like that would be up my alley because I want to help people. I think that's a really cool aspect. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a time commitment because you can probably. You I assume you can get called on at any time where they're just going to be like, hey, get in the ambulance. There's someone that needs your help over here. And yeah. it could be like 3 a.m. And you just woke up and mm -hmm. you're like, well, got to go to work. Yeah. And, and you could be out for like 12 hours but doing that. The, the end goal is worth it. The fact that I get to help so many people because of the work I put on is something like so appreciative, I guess. I'm, it's something I'm very appreciative of. Working with people that also have that same mindset generally uh, have are like good people in general as well. So you need to learn from them, try to make yourself the best possible you you can be. So that's definitely cool. And uh, you found these classes through Newport Harbor, right? Through Newport Harbor, yeah. Uh, talk to Ms. Zaniga in the office if you want some more uh, information on them. I would highly recommend them. Yeah. You said they're they're called ROP classes. Right? ROP classes, yeah. What does ROP stand for? Uh, Regional Occupation Program. 
That's super cool. Um, Nick, do you have anything to say for that? That just sounds like a great potential future career for young Ryan here. Thank you. Yeah, and actually, they have a lot more than that. They have, like, an automotive class, which I think is really cool. I was definitely considering taking that along with some of my friends. Uh, a friend of mine, Buff Daly, did that, and he loved it. He took apart an engine and put it back together. He was telling me all about it, and it's something I thought was really cool, yeah. That sounds really cool. So they offer EMTs and uh, automotive jobs. Is there any other, like, ROB classes? Yeah, there's you know? a, I think there's CSI, Crime Scene Investigation. I think that's really cool. I was talking with someone about that. Uh, there's nursing. There's construction. There's uh, a lot of trades you can get into, which I think is really cool. That's super cool, especially getting into them this early at high school. Yeah, you can get a bunch of certificates and degrees. Uh, and it's all free, too. Like, I didn't have to pay a dime out of pocket. Most I had to pay was gas, traveling to and back from a ride along or so. So, yeah. That's super cool. Well, um, to help with that gas cost, does your car at least get good gas mileage? Uh, it used to not. I drove a Nissan Murano, and, uh, man, that thing was awesome. Uh, leather seats, it was really efficient, and at a V6, 3.6 liter, uh, pushing out <laughs> about 220 horsepower, 240, yeah. Uh, it was my first car. I got it for 600 bucks. I don't know where my uncle just found it for me. He's like, hey, Ryan, you better, you should uh, get this. It seems like a great fit for you. And I looked at the gas mileage. I, it, it wasn't great. Uh, I looked at the car. It was kind of ugly. But uh, my mom told me I really should do this. Um, she kind of just, and she, uh, it was kind of, just put on me, and I, I didn't want to say no, so I, I said yes. And it's unfortunate, but you said you used to. But now, I drive a 2007 Honda CRV, and I put in a new uh, st aftermarket stereo, so now I have Apple CarPlay, so I get to listen to my own music, and that's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's really cool. It gets, like, if I drive smart, like, 30 to, like, 35 miles to the gallon, um, usually when I drive smart, people behind me hate me because it's California, but, you know. Uh, uh, I don't hate you, Ryan. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Truly. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think in our last podcast, we discussed the Nissan Murano, so that's up to listen to on how you, like, jump-started people. You use it to help a lot of people. Yeah, and it's why I want to get a Toyota Tacoma as well because, uh... Um... Well, I, my dad always wanted to get a Toyota Tacoma, and it's um, he wasn't he wasn't able to. So I feel like if you gotta I continue were, the legacy. I gotta continue the legacy. He got it. The first truck he got was a Toyota Hilux when he first immigrated here. I thought that was really cool, and I kind of want to continue that legacy. I want to get a stick shift. It's gonna be so I can help more people. I guess yeah. Uh, it's good on. It's pretty good on gas. Uh, especially if I get a stick shift, and I feel like it would just be a lot more <laughs> of a fun experience. Uh, get it all blacked out, yeah. Yeah, and for the Tacoma, what year would you be aiming to get? Uh, I don't, personally, I love the old ones a lot because they're a lot smaller. I think just the smaller the, the car, the more fun it is to drive. 
Um, you can look at like Miatas for that as well. I think they're some of the s smallest cars out there, but people love buying them because they're just so small and they're rear wheel drive. So uh, uh, if you're in a controlled environment, you can have a lot of fun, like drifting around corners and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And um, going off that, uh, are you planning to go to college nearby or OCC uh, or? I was planning on a, yeah, I'm planning on going to OCC hopefully, because uh, I got to save up some money uh, to actually go to college. Um, I didn't want my uh, mom being alone as well, but now that uh, uh, that's not a really a problem anymore. So yeah, we're gonna. So you and your mom are pretty close then. Uh, you could, you could say that. Some, um, it's it's really, it's an interesting experience. Uh, not, uh, <laughs> it's like, I feel like if uh, she, uh, she's an immigrant and she worked really hard to get there, and uh, that's kind of input on input on me uh, to work hard to uh, support uh, to support myself when I get get older and everything like that. Where did your uh, parents immigrate from? They both immigrated from Morocco. They didn't know each other at the time, but um, my dad was um, best friends with my mom's uh, brother, and then uh, they met, and now, uh, and then actually, like after two weeks, they start they married each other. So that was like really really fast. Um, well, that is really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Two weeks of dating or two weeks after meeting each other? Uh, two weeks? I don't... That is a very good question. I, I just know two weeks happened and they got married. So I would assume uh, dating, but they said... I was talking to uh, a couple family members. They said dating isn't really a thing of our culture, which I thought was interesting. You just have to ask for someone's hand in marriage. Uh, it's, and what culture are you a part uh, of? I'm Muslim. Um, just for the viewer's context? Yeah, uh, only one in Newport Beach, I think. That's what I Maybe. tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> have you, so, I'm assuming since you tell yourself that, you haven't met any other Muslims here, at least? Uh, not Beach. that much. I met one guy last year, but I haven't seen him around, so. At uh, Newport Harbor? At Newport Harbor, yeah. Um, Dorsa uh, Havanari used to go here, but she's since went to mo modern day. I think she's like, her dad's Muslim and her mom's Christian, so that, that's what I was told, so. I don't know how to pronounce that last name, but yeah, those are really the only two Muslim people I've met here, so it gets a little lonely, yeah. Yeah, definitely, and uh, well, that's just really cool that your parents immigrated here and worked hard and stuff to get where they are. Yeah, uh, a little bit of working hard. My dad may or may not have uh, lied about having a college degree to get uh, <laughs> a job managed. Uh, <laughs> well, they're going to know that now. Well, I, I don't think that's a really a problem anymore. So, uh, yeah, um, we don't we don't really talk about that. But um, uh, ever since then, uh, he's he's at a managerial position and um, at United Airlines, and uh, everyone loves him. Uh, whenever I go on flights and everything like that, they always talk about how great my dad was and everything like that. So yeah. So you said he worked at United Airlines. He worked at United Airlines. What at did John he do? Uh, he was a manager at a for the he was I guess the regional manager of uh, John Wayne Airport. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's like big. It is pretty big, yeah. That's awesome. So I guess making his way up in the world from uh, I think he moved here with like a hundred to a thousand dollars in his pocket, 
and he was able to make, I think he was making like six figures at United. So I'm very impressed with him and I'm very happy for it. Yeah, that's very inspirational. All right, Ryan, um, thank you for coming today. No, thank you. That was you, a guys. great experience talking to you. You're a, you're a nice, nice man. Nice. You're a great guy. Very, very interesting life. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. I appreciate you. Guys. Great having you.